Hey, you're listening to Successful Farming Daily. Here are three big things you need to know today. It's Thursday, September 9th. Our first big thing is wheat futures plunged in overnight trading after a Canadian government report showed higher than expected inventories of the grain. Corn and soybeans also were lower. Statistics Canada on Wednesday said domestic stockpiles at the end of July totaled 5.7 million metric tons, up from 5.5 million tons at the same point a year earlier. The U.S. Department of Agriculture had pegged Canadian stockpiles on July 31st at 3.8 million metric tons. Wheat was the outlier as stockpiles of barley fell to 711,000 metric tons from 957,000 tons a year earlier, and canola inventories dropped to 1.77 million metric tons from 3.44 million, according to StatsCan. Favorable weather also may be weighing on prices. Rain fell this week in parts of Minnesota, Wisconsin, and Illinois, Donald Keeney, an agricultural meteorologist with Maxar, said in a report. Precipitation will be limited the rest of this week, which will favor corn dry down in southern areas of the Corn Belt, Keeney said. Drier weather in the Canadian prairies will help spring wheat and canola dry, allowing harvesting to progress, he said. Investors also may be squaring positions ahead of this week's World Agricultural Supply and Demand Estimates, WASDE, report from the USDA. The report is due tomorrow. Wheat futures for December delivery dropped 10.5 cents to $6.99 a bushel overnight on the Chicago Board of Trade, while Kansas City futures plunged a dime to $6.94.75 a bushel. Corn futures fell 3.75 cents to $5.06.5 a bushel. Soybeans for November delivery lost 7.5 cents to $12.72 a bushel overnight. Next up. The Gulf Coast is slowly picking up after Hurricane Ida struck on August 29th. The Port of New Orleans resumed container operations Tuesday after being hindered by power outages and travel concerns in Louisiana. Two ships returned to work, the port said in a statement. Container and cargo vessels are being loaded and trains are running to the port, Chief Executive Brandy Christian said. Christian thanked the Federal Emergency Management Agency, the Maritime Administration of the Department of Transportation, and local, state, and federal leaders for helping get the port reopened after only nine days. Some operations had resumed on September 2nd, just four days after the hurricane made landfall. Operations had resumed to connect several railroads, including BNSF, CNCSX, Kansas City Southern, Norfolk Southern, and Union Pacific with the port. Ship movement on the Gulf Intracoastal Waterway east of the Mississippi River through the Inner Harbor Canal Lock also resumed, the Port of New Orleans said in its statement. The U.S. Coast Guard had reopened shipping traffic along the lower Mississippi River over the weekend. Still, power outages lingered in the region that kept several ports along the Gulf Coast shut. Several communities and potentially hundreds of thousands of people still were without power this week. And finally, red flag warnings have been issued in western South Dakota and parts of Wyoming amid extremely dry weather, according to the National Weather Service. Winds are expected to be sustained in the area from 10 to 20 miles an hour, with gusts of up to 30 miles an hour today, the NWS said in a report early this morning. Relative humidity is forecast from 10% to 15%. 
The combination of gusty winds and low relative humidity would produce critical fire weather conditions, the agency said. Dry weather in parts of Oklahoma also will create tinderbox-like conditions, the NWS said. Gusty southwesterly winds combined with high temperatures and low humidity will result in elevated fire danger heading into the weekend, the agency said. Thanks for listening. Follow more news on agriculture.com. 